Welcome, everybody, in another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If you all are enjoying your day, sweet. If not, what the hell ever. So, I have done episodes in the past covering the history of certain designs with the WWE Championship from the Wing Eagle Belt all the way up to the Spinner Belt. And now, today, I am finally going to cover the WWE Championship design that we had from February 2013 to August 2014. I would have given this belt design a name, but I don't even know how to personally describe it compared to previous iterations of the belt. So, Let's just get started. So, after ending CM Punk's 434-day WWE Championship run at the Royal Rumble and successfully defending it against the former champion in the rematch at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, The Rock would debut the newest design to the WWE Championship on the February 18, 2013 episode of Monday Night Raw and would retire the WWE Spinner Bell design for the company's top championship going forward. This base plate would contain about seven sides, which closely resembles an upside-down pentagon, with the WWE logo in the center of it, while the word champion sat below it, with, and of course the WWE logo being bigger in size compared to what we saw with the spare belt. Vertical gold bars would divide the center plate from the side plates that were on the belt itself, and this design would also do away from the nameplate feature that we had seen be available for the WWE Championship since the Undisputed Championship belt design that we saw debut in 2002. And rather than a nameplate to signify the current champion, the belt would see replaceable side plates that were customized to specific superstars. So nice little customization there. Now, on the same night where The Rock won the championship at the Royal Rumble, John Cena would win the Royal Rumble match at the same event and would choose The Rock as his WrestleMania 29 opponent for the WWE Championship, which, of course, we all know went against their WrestleMania 28 matches once-in-a-lifetime tagline, and John Cena would defeat The Rock at WrestleMania 29 to become a become WWE Champion once again, which would make him around a 13 or 14 overall world-time world champion. Now, after retaining the WWE Championship in feuds against Ryback and Mark Henry after WrestleMania, John Cena would handpick Daniel Bryan as his SummerSlam opponent that year for his WWE Championship. And he would still take part in the match despite having a partially torn triceps injury going into the match and would and would still participate in the match and cleanly lose the WWE Championship to Daniel Bryan in the main event with Triple H acting as a special guest referee. Post-match, after a confetti celebration for his newly won WWE Championship, Randy Orton would emerge in the aisleway with his Money in the Bank briefcase and tease a cash-in, but then after turning his back to the ring to act like he wasn't going to cash-in at all, Triple H would turn heel by laying Daniel Bryan out with the pedigree and counting the pin on Randy Orton's behalf with him cashing in the Money in the Bank briefcase to become the new WWE Champion and making Daniel Bryan's time as WWE Champion. One of the shortest in company history, I believe he just barely eked out past... However long Yokozuna lasted in WrestleMania 9, and even Andre the Giant back in 1988. Daniel Bryan would get a rematch for the WWE Championship at the Night of Champions pay-per-view the following month, and would be victorious over Randy Orton. However, the following night on Raw, the WWE Championship would be stripped from Daniel Bryan as it was discovered that referee Scott Armstrong made a fast count at the end of the match, therefore it was a controversial finish, and the authority declared there was no WWE Champion. The vacant championship would be put on the line between both former champions at Battleground, but the match would be ruled a no contest due to Big Show's interference. So the championship would be put on the line once again, this time at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view inside a Hell in a Cell match between Randy Orton and Daniel Bryan, with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee to guarantee a WWE champion. After Daniel Bryan, at the conclusion of the match, attacked Triple H, Shawn Michaels would hit switching music on Daniel Bryan and count the pin for Randy Orton to become WWE champion yet again. Following this, after Randy Orton successfully retained his WWE Championship at Survivor Series against the Big Show, the pay-per-view would conclude with World Heavyweight Champion John Cena having a stare-down with Randy Orton, so both world champions would 
have a face-to-face confrontation, and this would start to signal their TLC match at the TLC pay-per-view to unify both belts. At the event, Randy Orton would emerge victorious and would be crowned as the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion, posing with the current WWE Championship championship design and the big gold belt, which now represented the now-retired World Heavyweight Championship. The WWE Championship would continue to have the side plates updated to indicate the current WWE Champion, and as well as the big gold belt having the nameplate kept up to date with who the champion was as well. So, one belt with the side plates and one with the nameplates. Let's look there. After retaining the WWE Championship in a rematch at the Royal Rumble against John Cena, as well as the following month at the Elimination Chamber match at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, Randy Orton would lose the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 30 in a triple threat match against Batista and the match winner itself, Daniel Bryan. After Daniel Bryan had successfully retained his newly won WWE World Heavyweight Championship at Extreme Rules in the Extreme Rules match against Kane, he would unfortunately go down due to a serious neck injury that put his future at stake. And due to the seriousness of this injury and the amount of time he had been forced to stay away from the ring, his planned match at Money in the Bank against Kane in a stretcher match had to be canceled, and the WWE World Heavyweight Championship would be vacated due to this injury in order to be put on the line in a ladder match. And unfortunately, at the pay-per-view itself, and I say unfortunately because people were upset about this decision, John Cena would retrieve both belts to become the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion by defeating Alberto Del Rio, Bray Wyatt, Cesaro, Kane, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, and Sheamus. So, his streak continued as being a multiple-time world champion. Now, Cena would successfully retain his newly won WWE Championship at the in a fatal four-way match at the following month at the Battleground pay-per-view against Randy Orton, Kane, and Roman Reigns, but then would go on to be squashed by Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam to make the challenger the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. And this course at SummerSlam, as I mentioned, as well as the big old belt episode, would be the final time this version of the WWE Championship would be seen, as the belt itself would get updated the following night, with the WWE logo being updated to the now best-known WWE logo that we have that had been debuted to use to signify the WWE Network since February earlier that year, and the big old belt would also be retired for good. So, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship would be once again represented by a single belt. So, I mean, it's not a lot to say with this year-and-a-half run that we saw with this version of the belt before the WWE logo got updated again. And I gotta admit, I was not really a fan of the belt when it first debuted. Just because, like, the belt's color... I don't know if it was something with the lighting when the belt debuted on television, but it just looked like the colors blended together and nothing really stood out. And it felt like, as over time, it stood out a little more. Like, the swish that you saw with the WWE logo didn't stand out much. It looked a little more muddy and brown at first. But it looked like maybe, again, because of the lighting or something may have changed a little bit. The color stood out a little bit more and I started to warm up to this belt design. But I mean, it's going to be hard to really say who I picture as WWE Champion because not that many people held the belt during this year and a half time period before the belt had to get updated. I mean, for me, maybe I'd kind of picture Randy Orton a little bit more with this belt because we got used to it with seeing him with both belts and photo shoots and everything and holding the single belt before he got unified with the World Heavyweight title during this time. But I mean, that's all up to personal uh, speculate or not speculation, opinion of who we think with these belts. But I want you all to let me know, what did you think about this current WWE or the WWE Championship design that you had at this point? Maybe say how you would describe the belt because again, it's easy to give a name for the past belts, like the Wing Eagle belt, Big Eagle, Spinner, and all this stuff, but I'm having a hard time really giving a descriptive label for this belt design.
I mean, maybe it kind of looks like the WWE Hall of Fame ring a little bit. But, I mean, I'm sure everybody else can describe this belt better. But, otherwise, let me know in the comment section below, folks. What did you think about this WWE Championship belt design? And also, who is the person you think about right off the bat when you see this belt design that we had from 2013 to 2014? Now, hopefully, if you enjoyed today's episode, please remember, leave a like, subscribe to the bell, turn on if you're listening to this on YouTube, or follow if you're listening to this on any other service that this podcast is available on. And I'll catch you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody.